welcome to the original Gamers Cast. I will be your host this week. My name is Joel Watt. Patrick Ryan is out. Uh, I am joined today, as always, by Nolan Brown. Hey, everybody. And uh, you've heard him before uh, last week, I guess, in Chrono Trigger. It's LJ Lowry. Hey, how's it going, guys? Cool. So this week we're going to be talking about Spyro the Dragon. Uh, but before that, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Um, it's a long week for me, but, you know, it's all good. I got paid today for the first time in six months, so that was really uh, cool. Payday. That's always good. Yeah, I know it's a me- none of it. I'm not going to keep any of it. <laughs> oh. You've got bills to pay, right? Yeah, literally, yeah. It's like they literally, stack up after six months. <laughs> yeah, so, but I get to pay them off, so they'll stop calling me every day. So that's cool. Yeah, cool. that's good. Yeah. Awesome. What have you guys been playing? Or actually, LJ, you didn't get a chance to say how you're doing. How are you doing? <laughs> well, work has been um, kind of long, but good. We got a spring picnic coming up on Sunday. And a lot of big Easter stuff. Um, as far as gaming goes, uh, I just started playing uh, League of Legends yesterday for the first oh, time. Oh, no. I saw that. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> Um, other than that, um, I'm stoked for, um, Pokin comes out today, so I'm gonna go pick up that later. So, LJ, you've been playing League of Legends, uh, mm-hmm. that, that game sucks you in and <laughs> never lets you go. I only played the first, um, AI match, and I, and after I won, I was like, yes, I'm like, this game is gonna be awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, just just wait till you start losing consistently. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, just crushes your will to live. Uh, that's that's how mobas are, and yeah, are, yeah, you know, just games that are based on competition in general. That's why I don't play them. I, I play 3D platformer adventure <laughs> games where just me and I get to run around and do things. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, uh, Nolan, what have you been playing lately? Um, well, last week, actually, to get to pick up the Twilight Princess HD, oh my gosh, it's so, I've been, so I've been playing that a little bit. Oh, it's so, it's so nice, oh my gosh. Yes, same here. That's all I've been doing, is playing Twilight Princess. It's so beautiful. I accidentally selected hero mode. Oh. Uh, See, I, I, like, straight up, I'm like, oh, I love this, I'm gonna do that, and then I realized... How difficult that is having double damage and yeah, I, th- no I think talks. I've died twelve times already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I've had it since day one. So I like I uh, I just finished the water temple. And That's like Dark Midnight. Souls level right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean hero mode is it's it's new game plus, but from the beginning, like everything is more difficult. Uh, yeah. it, it the map is mirrored. Um, Oh, so it is mirror. I was thinking, like, this seems off. Yeah, they, like, what they did is they took the Wii version and made it difficult with, you know, uh, regular controllers. Actually, you could you could use uh, motion controls if you want to on either version. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's what I heard. That's kind of cool, but... I, I, well, I guess the motion controls would be aiming with the gamepad, but we're not talking about that game anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, that's what we've been playing. Yeah. Is Actually, that... Pokemon. I didn't get a chance to play Spyro this week either. I uh, I went down to the game store yesterday because I'd been putting it off. 
putting it off, buying Spyro. And I went down there yesterday, and they didn't have it. And so I went down to the mall, and they didn't have it. And so finally, I was just like, you know, this keeps happening to me. I go to both places, and neither of them has this game we're supposed to be playing. So I bought it on eBay. <laughs> Amazon is a good place, too. Uh, eBay usually has better prices, I've oh. noticed, when it comes to games. Does it really? Yeah, that Amazon Gouge, whereas okay. if you if you look hard enough on eBay, you'll find somebody selling it, like, has a buy it now option. Oh, it's cheap. That's, I want to look into that, because I want to play okay. the whole trilogy uh, of the reboot. Yeah, and you know, like, you can find a really good deal if you, like, uh, you're able to win uh, an auction a lot of times, but I don't bother with that. People who sell it with Buy It Now, like they just want to get rid of it, and yeah. so they're, they're selling it for cheap. Pretty much. So that's that's what I do. Amazon, like I, I, I know somebody back in the day like that. Somebody bought Super Smash Brothers Melee at my church for like eighty dollars. Whoa! Whoa! And I was like. You know, I got mine for sixty-five on eBay. Like, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure I still have mine. Yeah, I I gave Not mine. Not sure. I have to go check. Church a long time ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what's been going on. But uh, yeah, this week we're talking about Spire of the Dragon. Um, so it was developed by Insomniac Games, uh, obviously published by Sony Computer Entertainment, as it is a PS1 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the executive producer, lead programmer, director, creator, this guy was in charge of everything, pretty much. Mark Cerny. Um, and fun fact about him, he's actually now pretty much working for Sony. Hmm. Okay. Uh, where did I have it here? He's the lead architect for the PS Vita and the PS4. So oh, really? He designed their architecture. Like, nice. That's that's pretty impressive, actually, to think that you know this guy went from like a programmer and developer to like pretty much a, a electrical engineer, like more more than that, like mm-hmm. yeah. He's designing like, like architecture on, for a system. Like that's impressive. Like that's more than more most electrical engineers will ever do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, this this little game really propelled him pretty far, and that's neat to see. You know, twenty years late, well, eighteen years later. You know where these people have come. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, speaking of big names, the composer for all the music for Spire of the Dragon here is Stuart Copeland, who is the drummer for The Police, uh, you know, which is the band that Sting started out in. Uh, so, I, I just think that's a really cool fun fact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Definitely. Uh, if, if you're going to get a guy who knows how to make music... You might as well get somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. The intro jingle is pretty iconic, too. Back oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Listen to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, there were so many demo discs that were passed around. Like, I know my first experience with this game was on a demo disc. Uh, it, it was 
it was one of the PS1 pack-in discs that had like four or five different demos on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was at the game store, I, w- I found a demo disc of just Spyro the Dragon. And <laughs> it's like, ah, ah, it's not really worth it. <laughs> I mean, if I was like super into collecting, I might get it, but yeah. not at this time. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, apparently a lot of people have had experience, or, or first experience Spyro on a demo, which is true for a lot of PS1 games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and so, of course, uh, we mentioned it several times, this is available on the original PlayStation. Uh, it is also re-released on PSN for the PS3 and the PSP. So, you can get it any of those ways, um, all models of the PS3 are backwards compatible with PS1 discs. Yeah. So. I just wish mm-hmm. you could do that on the PS4, you know, if they release some of those yeah. classics on there. Oh my gosh. That would be several thousand games. <laughs> it would be yeah. available. You just pop in a disc. And, oh, I know. Yeah, whereas, you know, they're making hand over money hand over fist by putting it up on the PSN. Yeah. Uh, they just yeah. got to get the licensing for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they'll never go all the way back. I wish. With, with uh, d- d- physical media. They'll never go all the way back. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this was originally released in the U.S. on September 10th, 1998. I was in ninth grade. <laughs> oh, wow. I was... I was not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either. <laughs> I was in uh, second... Se- second. Second. Third? Shoot. <laughs> I know, I I'll say third. It, I'll say it, third based on age. What grade I was in? Because if it's the beginning of the school year, you just subtract one from the number at the end. And if it's, you know, past the new year in the school year, then it's the same number at the end. So. <laughs> I'm the dead middle in, in, of the summer, so... <laughs> Cool, but uh, yeah, and then of course it was released in Europe uh, a month and a half later on October 23rd, 1998. Uh, apparently there was no Japanese release date. I know there was, because fun fact about Spyro 2, the name Spyro in Japanese, uh, the way it was stylized on the cover, looks like it says Ripto in English. Which is where they got the name for the villain in the next game, Ripto's Rage. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, um, that's weird. so it definitely was released in Japan. Hmm. Which is fine. It's it was probably like January of '99 or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, so. Yeah, like I said, I, w- I had just started high school when this game came out. Well, actually, I wonder if I can go that far back to 1998. My calendar here. Because I always started the day after Labor Day. Yeah, so it came out on a Thursday. And so, yeah, I had been in high school for two whole days <clears throat> when this game came out. <laughs> Sweet. And then you bought the game, and then you started... Uh, right! Um, I actually <laughs> yeah. never owned this game. Um, 
I, I was a bad kid, and I had an emulator uh, in Bible college, and and that's how I first Bible played college. this game all the way through. Yeah, in Bible college, no less. <laughs> so, yeah. That's how I played this game all the way through um, the first time. I actually played Spyro 2 before I played Spyro. I guess that, that would be more on the impact section. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Um, let's yeah. talk about the presentation. Um, the art style, but they, I was watching a DigiNo gaming video, and they actually explained it pretty well. Um, they, when they were designing the game, they wanted to be able to uh, render landscapes all the way off into the horizon instead of using fog effect like you saw in so many games at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they came up with the way of uh, making the landscapes out of really small polygons. So it, it would look like they were from a distance. And as you got closer, the polygon count increased in detail. Hmm. It was kind cool. of a technical marvel to you know be able to render all the way off into the horizon without bogging down the system. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Based on what I saw, like... You know, it looked pretty good for yeah. you know a PlayStation yeah. game, and the environments, uh, you know, did you know look like pretty vast, you know. Mhm. Mm and I mean, obviously, it's a PS One game. It's not going to hold up to today's graphics. Right. No. But but it it doesn't look bad if you can accept that it's highly stylized, and mm -hmm. it's a really good game as far as mm -hmm. like the art goes. It's it, I, I love it. I love stylized games. I'm not into realism at all. <laughs> I don't play video games to live another life. I play video games for escapism. Yeah, and I think that's why <laughs> yeah. like the retro style of indie games are, are getting kind of popular now because sure, everybody it's getting. Loves They've been popular for five years now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just look at Minecraft. Minecraft, you know, is highly oh. stylized. And people go, oh, that game looks so bad, you know, it can run on, on crappy systems. It's like, well, have you tried to run Minecraft at its full settings? Because oh, okay. it'll bog down a modern computer. <laughs> it crashed <laughs> you know, mine. It's, <clears throat> it's a very do that. technical, heavy game. It just is stylized. Yeah, so. sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That goes into running those things than just, you know, the look, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh... But uh, the, this game, the whole reason of Spyro was created, um, they wanted to expand their audience uh, you know, by making more kid-friendly games. At the time, you, you had uh, Super Mario 64 and Banjo-Kazooie, and you know, Nintendo had these really kid-friendly mascots. And so Sony's like, we need to do something. At the time, I think they only had Crash Bandicoot. You know, but the biggest games, I think at the time, it was like, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Tomb Raider, and, uh, Final Fantasy VII, you know, all these adult, uh, uh, not adult-oriented, that sounds bad. <laughs> all, all these More games, mature games marketed toward, you know, mature gamers. Um, yeah. And, you know, and Sony's like, you know, we, we, we need to expand our audience, which is funny because still today they are considered, like, the mature gamers platform in them and, and Microsoft. Yeah, that's pretty because close. Nintendo is still seen as a kid-friendly option, even though all three systems have options for everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just exactly. that's how the public perceives them. 
Yeah. But uh, I think it was a really good move on Sony's part because um, <laughs> I've just been gushing about this game the whole time. You know, I, I did pick this game, so obviously I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they chose a dragon as a protagonist. Uh, dragons because, are awesome. Uh, Mark Cerny. Yeah, dragons are awesome, right? But yeah, Mark Cerny really likes dragons. And, you know, I... If I were sitting there in the meeting and he was like, let's make it a dragon. Dragons are awesome. I would have been like, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Hands up. Who wants a dragon? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we mentioned, I mentioned uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, the lead character designer for Crash, uh, Charles Zambalas, uh, designed Spyro the Dragon. Like, Insomniac went over to Naughty Dog and they were like, hey, can you make us a you know, characters for this game. <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, sure. He goes, yeah. Well, they sure. were both PS1 exclusives at the time. I'm pretty sure they, they weren't in the same building like with, uh, who was the guys who made uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Jack, uh, yeah. They were in oh, no, wait. It wasn't something. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting myself confused. Yeah, Naughty Dog and Insomniac were in the same building for a while. Yeah, and like they, uh, like they pretty much shared an office, I think. So like, they have a lot of uh, uh, connections with each other. Like, uh, Insomniac and Naughty Dog, like, will reference each other in their games a lot. And there's, there's apparently there's a large orange enemy holding a wrench with a robot running around him in one of the Spyro games. And oh, that's, that's a reference cool. to Ratchet and Clank. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the the enemy looks nothing like a, a cat person. I have no idea what Ratchet and Clank's species is. <laughs> he's, taking, he's a Lombax? Lombax, that's right. Yeah, and Clank's a robot. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, the enemy looks nothing like a Lombax. He's, he's a grunt. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. As we mentioned before, the music was composed by Stuart Copeland. And it's a lot of progressive rock. And if you really listen to it, like it's it's definitely drum heavy. You can tell this was composed by a drummer, or somebody who loves the drums. Yeah. So, I'm sure if if Nolan were to write a song, it would be heavy on the bass. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be song. fair, when uh, like last week and actually tonight, uh, when I have to do uh, the soundboard for worship, um, I. You can definitely tell the bass is there. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's not the main thing, obviously. The singers have, but like, bass is like right up there, just like boom, ba 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 ba. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> just, just, just mix it a little higher in the subwoofers and everything else. And... Yeah, it's it's fine. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So last uh, week. We actually did start um, doing something different with the intro and outro. Uh, we're taking tracks from the games that we're talking about, and yeah. we're using those. So, you know, that'll be cool. You know, you guys will get to hear some of that stuff on uh, this episode. So, oh, yeah, definitely the the song that plays on the title screen. Like, yes. Super iconic. Yeah. It's going to be there for sure. <laughs> uh, As you can tell. Then speaking Cough. of it being iconic and you know us loving things, let's talk about the impact. Um, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. I know that I played this first on a demo disc. Um, and I, I, you know, you can't go very far in a demo. You can only get to, you know, the first area. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, how did this guys, how did this game impact you guys? Um, I remember this was like one of the, I never had a PS1 growing up, so it wasn't for me. Um, but my sister, I guess technically my nephew at that point, um, did, and they actually did have the full game. So I remember going over to their house to play this and i always thought like oh man this is like i mean obviously at the time when the game came out there was a game i liked more but you know that's for another time (laughs) (laughs) um but it was always it was really cool just because you know i think probably most of us were like oh dragons that's legit you know Mm -hmm. just even and the fact that you know there's most of the characters are these huge dragons just like these adult dragon, and, like, you control the little guy. Which I always thought was kind of cool. Like, okay, you don't have to be the big guy to do everything. You know, you can be the little dragon. And just that, you know, I don't remember if it was the first game or later on that you got, like, special powers, too. Like, I think the first uh, one was the fire, second right? game. Okay, yeah. Um, but I always thought, yeah, just... Oh, well, I guess, yeah. But so on the, the first one just... The, like the charging around and the, the run, yeah, to be able was... to like fly a little bit further too, and that just there was there was a lot of things just like yeah, it was an interesting take on the uh, th- like three D platformer kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So, as for me, I guess uh, like I told you guys earlier, my history with the franchise kind of came later. But I also um, played it on that demo disc back in the day, and my cousin had a PlayStation. He used to bring it to the house every day, and you know we played a lot of games. But it just wasn't Spyro. But uh, when they rebooted the trilogy on PS2 um, and GameCube and Xbox and all that, they started off with uh, Legend of Spyro, A New Beginning. And so that was where they had like a bunch of big actors doing the voices for it and it was, yeah. like, a, it was like elijah wood as spyro david spade as sparks <laughs> and then that was david spade yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> <laughs> what? Then, uh, wow gary, gary oldman you know big actor he played i yeah. forget the name of the uh like the adult dragon like kind of like the master kind of type i forget his name and I just read it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those games are really cool because um, it was developed with a purpose of being a trilogy. And I think even a CGI movie was planned. But uh, the story was very cool because in the third game, uh, Spyro and this other dragon named Cinder, uh, they started to mature. And so Spyro wasn't this uh, cutesy little dragon anymore. He was kind of growing up. And I think that game was more... Uh, I mean, they were all more combat-centric, but I think that one out of the most was uh, very combat-centric, and it had co-op and stuff. But I never got to finish the trilogy, but um, I plan to. But those games are so great. Yeah, and uh, so obviously this game has spawned an entire franchise. You know, there's yeah. oh two direct gosh. sequels on... <laughs> you know, so there, there's... There's a trilogy on the PS1, and then, and then there's the reboot trilogy on PS2, and, and uh, 
you know, there's several spinoffs on Game Boy Advance, and and there was even supposed to be a movie. Yeah. And the movie was canceled, though, and Spyro was rebranded to promote Skylanders. Oh. Yeah, and, I remember that. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much was the death of Spyro right there. Yeah. I don't know if he's even in Skylanders anymore. Um, it's just called Steve. Skylanders. Because I think Spyro was, like, a part of the title in the first one. I yeah, it was, it was called, like, yeah. Spyro the Dragon featuring the Skylanders or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it's kind of like when uh, Silver Surfer joined Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was just like a footnote in that title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's beside the point. But... Uh, that was a terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, at the end of the five days, I had the game completed, and, and it, d- it was disappointing, because I kind of remember Banjo-Kazooie being a lot longer of a game, a lot bigger. And I... I uh, returned the game and never went out to buy it. I kind of left it at that and uh, never went back to play the first game for years. But after after a while, it kind of grew on me. I remembered having fun playing it. And uh, I, I heard that the third game wasn't as good and I never played it. And that the reboot trilogy was also not as good. But, you know... I think as long as the game is fun, like it doesn't really matter if it doesn't live up to its original. Like, you know, as long as it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. See, yeah. I That's guess important. what I like about that reboot trilogy is that it was very story-centric, and it had an epic take to it, and that's what I really enjoyed about it. And it was a fun game overall, too. You know, usually has... it's it's strictly gameplay or it's strictly story, and when you get a lot of story, it's an RPG, and I find that game to be boring when you do that it's really repetitive you just sit there wait for somebody to hit you and then you hit them back wait for your input to go through or whatever I just I don't like it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? that's why well, I wasn't on Chrono Trigger last week and that's why I won't be on Pokemon next <laughs> I like those games I'm sorry it's okay it's not for everybody <laughs> yeah but then the opposite end of the spectrum is strictly gameplay with no story and that's when you get games like Call of Duty or, mm-hmm. you know, the shooters, basically. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. very rarely will you find a shooter that has a good story, I think. The one that yeah. pops into my mind first is Spec Ops The Line. Oh, yeah. That's got a good that, that game kind of messes with your head yeah. when it comes to the story. And it's, it's got decent action. The only reason why I haven't played it is because the language throughout uh, is... Yeah. <laughs> they're just constantly F-bombs. And <laughs> we're talking about old games in this podcast, not new ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so some more trivia for you guys since we've talked about impact a lot um uh so the spyro games have kind of died out um like crash bandicoot um and the reason is because they were distributed by universal interactive part of vivendi universal activision mm-hmm. bought vivendi and through that deal acquired the rights to spyro and crash Sony was just no longer interested in retaining their stake in either IP. So, you know, that's when Spyro spun off into Skylanders or Crash just died. And that's sad because <laughs> people want these games now. And I don't yeah. know yeah. where... I don't know if Skylanders is even considered a Spyro license anymore. No, but I don't think so. If somehow they could, you know, get back to 
the rights back and the licensing and stuff, like, I think people would be all over that if they, you know, brought them back. Yeah, well, I read that, um, I, I want to say it was Mark Cerny, um, but he just was not interested in developing Spyro games anymore because his hands were so tight with, you know, Universal owning the license and then Activision. And he's just like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. sadly, there... I think Universal license is uh, pretty crazy. There's a lot of red tape involved with that and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sadly, there will never be another real Spyro game or Crash game. Yeah. Yeah. So... <clears throat> but uh, some other interesting trivia for you. Spyro was originally supposed to be green. Because when you think of a dragon, you think of a, you know, a green dragon, right? But uh, oh, yeah. he kept yeah. blending in with the environment because there's a lot of grass landscapes. <laughs> <laughs> so they changed him to purple to make him stand out. You know, so he would blend in. Yeah, yeah. It works. And <laughs> I think that was a good game. choice. You know, purple dragon that. is more iconic. Yeah, yeah. oh, for right. sure. All of us being involved with Geeks and a Grace, we like purple. Yes. We like purple. Purple's a good color. Um, some interesting trivia about Insomniac themselves. Um, obviously, they went on to do Ratchet and Clank and Xbox One exclusive Sunset Overdrive, which is the first time Xbox, I mean, not a boy, what, first time uh, Insomniac ever had a game not released on PlayStation. It was an Xbox exclusive. Which. Patrick just finished that one last week, and he said it was pretty good, so... Oh, yeah? I just, hear it's always like, checking out. Over the top, yeah. I heard a lot of mixed reviews about that game. Yeah, me too. It was like... Some of it was like, oh, that's so dumb, but it's, I guess... It sounded like it was basically... Um, meta Shooter the Game. Huh. With RPG. <laughs> added in for some parts, but it was like, just like... It's very... Like, uh... He, I guess he knows he's in a game or something, so it's very kind of much like that. I'm like, oh, that's oh. Okay, that that sounds fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, I might want to try to get that after all. <laughs> it's just so cool. If I ever get an Xbox One. A, a company like Insomniac, you know, has lasted so long because there aren't many that have lasted like that. No. Yeah. yeah. And And, you know... You, you got to do something to stay around for as yeah. long as they have. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you guys were talking about voice actors earlier, or mostly LJ. Mm-hmm. Um, m- many of the dragons that you rescue in this first Spyro game were voiced by veteran voice actor Clancy Brown, who is also the voice of Mr. Wait. Krabs. Oh, wow. Yeah. The- That's kind of cool. Huh? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I didn't even, now that I think about it, I guess. Well, now I have to go listen to that again. I'm like, what? Well, crap. Mr. Krabs is a very stylized voice, you know, SpongeBob, me boy! You know, but, like, when when he's doing the the dragons on on Spyro, it's pretty much just his regular voice, and thank you for releasing me. That's cool. Yeah. That's that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, okay, so here's another Spongebob connection. At one time, Spyro was voiced by Tom Kenny, the voice of Spongebob himself. What? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. I think in the third Spyro game, I want to say. So that's kind of cool. They already had a connection. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's pretty sweet. And, and uh, Spongebob Squarepants, I want to say, started in 1999. 
and Spyro <laughs> Year of the Dragon released in 2000. Oh, cool. Dang. So there's been yeah. some big voices tied to this thing from the beginning, then. Yeah, well, yeah. Wow. When, when you're connected with Universal, you can get a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, we kind of ran through it this week. I feel like I talked a lot. That's okay. I mean, you, yeah. it, this was your pick, man. Yeah, I mean, you know more, you know, you know more yeah. about history and such, and I had different but, uh, history with it, but it wasn't as extensive, so. Yeah, uh, so let's, uh, let's start wrapping things up. Um, do you guys have anything else you wanted to add? Um... I did have something, but now it's <laughs> left me. LJ, do you have anything? It always seems to happen. Um, um, no, pretty much the fact that I really do want to go through some of these old Spyro games again. Because, you know, I was doing research and stuff and just watching Let's Plays of it and all that. And I was like, well, if I get a PS2, I can check out, like, every one of these games. And then I really do want to finish that uh, reboot trilogy. Because I only beat the first one on GameCube, and then I found out uh, even the third one is still on PS2, because that was a strange time, because when they were transitioning to the PS3 yeah. and 360, so those that third one actually came out on PS3 and 360, because my brother um, and I had played the third one for a few minutes, but mm -hmm. I just think it would be one of those trilogies to go you know all the way through and just play them all, so... I thought I'm doing that. Yeah, so especially since it was designed with a trilogy in mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly. And that that's one of the reasons why I've also wanted to play the the, the reboot trilogy was because it was designed with a, a three part story arc. Yeah. And I I just never got around to buying them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. no, they're great games. I I highly recommend them. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, next week it's Nolan's pick, so why don't you go ahead and tell us what we're going to be playing next week. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, originally, yeah, so, there's not, I mean, there's a couple games that I can call my favorites. There's, like, a couple series out there, you know, Zelda, um, you know, Mario, always been a big fan of Mario, and, uh, Jack and Daxter, especially the later games, oh, just you wait. <laughs> and then... Like, my favorite RPG series, which I didn't even realize it was an RPG when I first started playing them. You know, I used to think that, oh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is the first one I played. No. <laughs> we were playing because it's the 20th anniversary, and I was like, we should do this. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Which, I know... All three. Yeah, all three together. Because I think... Yeah, because I got Red, LG, I think you got Yellow, and Patrick got Blue. Actually, Even Shelly though... is going to be on uh, next week's episode oh. as well. Yeah, that too. So. Yes, because so. I won't be here. Yes. Yeah, because as Joel stated, he's not a fan of the yeah. role-playing games, but, which um, is fine. Those of you who are listening, you might know Shelly Walter from the Geeks Under Grace podcast and the Twitch channel, which Joel is also streaming on. Yep. Um, so yeah, you know, we're heavy affiliated with them and so that's where you'll know her from so it'll be fun yeah it'll be she'll be our first guest actually yeah 
branching out. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're going to be playing the original games, which um, if you're cool, you still have your original. Like, I still have my yellow cartridge from 1999. <laughs> wow. It is no still there. has my name on it. Yeah, just like, oh. Um, I actually have a Nuzlocke. I still have a Nuzlocke going through on that. <laughs> I, I should finish at some point. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so you can have the on the original games. Um, Nintendo just released the first three on uh, the 3DS Virtual Console, which that's where like each of us got a version of right now. And I've been, uh, I need to update everybody on the B-Lord. Um, <laughs> and also, um, so if you have... Oh, yeah. So, real quick. Um, when this came out, I like, put on a Geeks Under Grace uh, Facebook page. Like, hey, I want you guys to pick three ty- the, uh, what types I should have to take me through the Elite Four. And uh, like the top three I will pick and have with me. And I was shocked. Everyone was really, really nice about it. And the top one was Dragon. And then, like, Dragon, Psychic, and Bug. Oh dang! So I, I was like, <laughs> "That's a <wow."> weird mix, <laughs> right?" So I was like, "Okay, the two like most like legit types with, and then bug, which, <laughs> and, and I was a joke. Like I, I'm a fan of Game Grumps, you know, and they play it through uh, Fire Red. And the th- the joke thing was that uh, Aaron, one of the guys on there, had uh, a bee drill that everyone was like, "You should get rid of that. It sucks. No, don't have it." And because of that, he's like, "Nah." I'm having him through everything and like kept it with him the Elite Four, so I thought that'd be fun to do that as well. So I have my Beedrill, who's like my main, which kind of sucked. Then he got his special move, and he he single handedly took out all of Surge's gym in one run without wow. a return trip, um, <laughs> and has basically wrecked Giovanni in a. The first time, like I'm still, I'm about to go to the the fourth gym, as per recording this. By the time this comes out, I'll probably be much further, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so there's that. So I have Kadabra already, so I'm hoping to trade that and get that Alakazam, B Lord, um, and all that. So yeah, cool. It'll be fun stuff. Yeah, and uh. So they'll have to update us under progress next week. Oh, sure. I, I'm. I was trying to do that, and uh, <laughs> I haven't got to play it that much lately, sadly. So I've been, yeah. Too many games, not enough time. Oh, yeah, honest, me too. Yeah, especially so, so for much. those who don't know, I write reviews for GeeksUnderGrace.com, and so trying to play these games that I'm reviewing and playing games on my own time. There's definitely a balancing act there, you know, just with the daily life. But, you know, it's definitely a cool experience. But for some reason, 2016 has just been nuts. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. uh, oh. Nolan, why don't you tell the people where you can be found on the Internet? You can find me on the Internet. Um, I have a Twitter, which is... Uh, Baseman two one four, as in bass guitar B A S S, so not not bass. Everybody keeps saying bass. I'm like no, that's not it, not bass man, <laughs> bass man, and uh, that on Twitter. Um, I have a YouTube channel under the same name um, that I am 
trying to revive. I was gonna, I was getting all stoked because uh, I like Dark Souls. That was coming out. I was like, sweet, comes out March twenty fourth. Yeah, in Japan. So <laughs> we don't get it till <laughs> April. So I was gonna do that. And uh, but yeah, I, I like to play a lot of Nintendo games stuff um, on Twitch. I'm a icy white falcon. And the same thing with Steam. Uh, and yeah. So that's all. That's where you can find me in various places like that. Cool. And LJ, where can we find you on the internet? Um, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash ELJAY337. On Twitter at ELJAY underscore 337. And for Twitch and everywhere else, um, for Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash LJ. But you can find me under that name, under under PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, and all that stuff. So, that's about it. Cool. And you can find me pretty much anywhere that you can find me. It will be Obi-Watch Kenobi. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Steam, PlayStation. Um, yeah. YouTube. YouTube, yes. Mm. I have two channels on YouTube, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Obi-Wan Kenobi underscore LP. And the LP is for my Let's Play channel, which I have updated in a year and a half. And my uh, the other one, Obi-Wan Kenobi playing, is just uh, it's a vlog channel that I haven't updated in a while. The last video I put on there was actually kind of this disappointment in Star Wars posters. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, but maybe one day, if I ever get my act together, I'll start making vlogs and Let's Plays again. But, uh, yeah, just search Obi-Wan Kenobi, and anywhere you find that name, it's going to be me, because nobody else picks it. <laughs> it's unique. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that'll do it for this week. Thanks, everybody, for watching. I mean, watching? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so used to doing Let's Plays <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um... Uh, come back next week for Pokemon. I hope you have fun playing Spyro. Uh, be good, humans. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Alright, adios, amigos.